for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hello, Proximans. This is Adam reporting in about our Season 2 Indiegogo campaign. We've made incredible progress, and we are currently standing at 63% funded. We are blown away by your support. This money is already going to cover the SAG union dues for the production, any Indiegogo fees, and to also provide us with a way to help pay dialogue editors and sound designers to help us make season two happen even faster. To show you how much we appreciate you, we have a special treat for you in the form of a windfall mini-sode set between seasons one and two of our show. It was originally released exclusively for our patrons on Patreon. Now, this is going to follow Captain Root, and it's called Captain's Log Day 3. Before we get to the mini-sode, a few notes. If you're listening to this on the day of release, Friday, October 3rd, 2021, we've got less than two days left in our campaign. But that is still plenty of time to donate. With a $5 donation, you can get early access to Season 2 episodes before they are released into our normal feeds. With a $25 donation, you'll get a handwritten thank you note from a member of our production team. If you donate $50 to our campaign, we will send you an extremely nifty Wolfpack enamel pin. I personally have one of these, and I can tell you that you will absolutely love it. If you donate $100, you'll be invited to attend a private live-streamed event where we will have our first episode of Season 2 performed by our cast. Or maybe you would like to be immortalized as one of the citizens living in Windfall City. With a $500 donation, you can be. Answer a few questions about yourself, and we will provide an original monologue performed by one of our cast members detailing what happened to you after the Contact Day incident, as well as receiving all of the other perks. If you've got some spare funds, please head over to windfallpodcast.com slash donate to help us get closer to that goal of being fully funded. Thank you all so, 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 so much for supporting our show. We are super excited to bring you another season. And now let's check in with Root after the events of Contact Day in his Captain's Log. 
It has been three days since my capture at the hands of one Admiral Timms under what can only be described as extenuating circumstances. And while it makes perfect sense that someone so powerful would view me as a threat, I do believe that when she's gotten the chance to properly become acquainted with me, she will see the error in her ways. For mine is a mind that helped create this city, helped acquire the bodies to lay its bricks and protect its streets from the rabble-rousers who would have seen it torn down again. I am an indispensable figure in Windfall City, and I can assure you that she will come to see it that way as well, as soon as she finds the time to come down and speak with me, that is. In the meantime, <clears throat> it is my duty to keep that mind sharp. I've decided to begin writing my memoirs in hope of changing the Admiral's opinion of me. And the sooner the better. Because while I've come to expect nothing but the best from the castle kitchens, the scraps that appear during my infrequent feeding times are nothing to write home about, to say the least. With bread several days old and hard enough to chip a tooth, dipped in a mushy grey substance that I can only describe as gruel. Suffice it to say, my appetite is waning. Don't take this as a complaint, though, <laughs> as I understand this is the kind of meal that is befitting of traitors and thieves. I merely implore you, dear reader, to understand that I have never wanted anything but the absolute best for my people. I began my career in civil service as district comptroller for the South Tower. I sowed my oats, managing city contractors of all kinds, and even employing several mobile wolf pack units to acquire new merchants for our growing bazaar. The work was hard and the days were long, but I was able to sleep soundly every night with the knowledge that everything I did was not only in the name of my queen, but in the name of creating a more beautiful and prosperous city for her to preside over. It was during this time that we were first introduced and my status in Windfall quickly changed. The queen and her metal compatriot, BT-9, had taken notice of the stark contrast of economic prosperity versus low crime rates in my district and brought me in to discuss my strategy. They wanted to explore the idea of replicating those same tactics in other districts around the city and wondered if I would like to help them to do so. What started as an informal chat over coffee with my literal hero became a decade-long placement as one of her topmost advisors and my eventual promotion to Alpha Wolf, Captain of the Guard. It is my greatest accomplishment and something I've not taken for granted for one moment since meeting her. Did I step on a few fingers during my mad dash descent through the city's ranks? Of course. But who, can you honestly look me straight in the eye and say, hasn't? I'm not power-hungry, as the good admiral has accused me of being. Nay, I am the very opposite of that. I am nothing if not the queen's most loyal servant. More loyal even, one might say, than... BT-9 himself, and while I understand that viewing someone with a history full of such brutal efficiency as myself is the cautious thing to do, I implore you all to reconsider. That's all I can muster in my story for now, as I can hear one of my dear captors approaching. His name's Damien, the dear boy, and I remember screening him for this very position myself. 
He has a good, loyal heart, and I am proud to say that he takes his duties very seriously, much to my present dismay. That being said, I do not begrudge him of it, for if I were in his position and he mine, I would behave the very same. I only hope that this and the other tales I regale you with can help restore my station in this organization. I've been an asset to this regime for ten years now, and I am prepared to be an asset to the next one for fifty more. Whenever you'll have me. Monologues are a rogue dialogue production. This episode was written by Bob Ramonda. It was performed by Josh Rabino Root. Music and sound design by me, Adam Raymunda. If you'd like to listen to more Windfall monologues from other characters, please consider supporting us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash rogue dialogue. Thank you so much for your support of any kind. And listeners, always remember to ask yourselves, what would Wanda do? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion! Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot-toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out. It's the Four Spurs Pantry. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs>